Hey, what's going on, everybody? Isaac here with Civil Engineering Academy. Uh, what's going on? We got COVID still kicking around. Life is cruising. You know, we recently had 110 mile per hour winds whip through Salt Lake City. I went to a park downtown, not downtown, but you know, down closer to downtown, and checked out all the damage that had happened over there. And it was crazy, man. Big trees that are 100 years old are toppled over. It was kind of kind of sad. And I know a lot of people around the country are are facing some difficult things as well. So, uh, you know, life life gets crazy, but life is still good. Life is still good. And speaking of crazy, we are still talking about COVID a little bit. And in fact, what I do today on our podcast episode is I bring my brother back, back on and uh, we talk about how con- uh, construction has been affected by COVID. You know, what's it like with boots on the ground? How are they dealing with COVID uh, when they're actually building stuff? You know, what are the issues that they're facing surrounding surrounding it? There's a lot of different things that go into it. So anyway, it's a fun episode. Mark's always a fun guy to bring back. And we have a good time talking about civil engineering topics and things going on in the world. So anyway, having said that, this one's going to be a, a fun one as well. We're talking about COVID and construction, and it's coming right up. Hey guys, before we continue, I wanted to talk about another sweet PE resource that we have developed for you. Many of you that are studying for the PE exam have wanted private tutorship, uh, someone to be there for you, or even a community that can be there to help support you in your journey to pass the PE exam. So what we've done is we've actually opened up our private PE community that's only reserved for course members. These are members that are part of the Ultimate Civil PE Review, Review Course. But we have released uh, just the community part, the private community part. So if you would like to take part and be, uh, you know, have that resource where you can get access to all of the previous asked questions, all of the uh, previous live sessions that we've done on there as well, or, you know, get support from the community, including the CEA team, then you're going to you're, you're going to want to check it out. I promise. So it's part of our um, it's a private PE community. If you're studying for the PE exam, you're going to go to civilengineeringacademy.com slash PE community. It's a specifically built for those studying for the PE exam only. And it is private community. Now, in order to keep the integrity very high, we do charge a monthly fee for that. So if you jump onto the website and go check it out, we're going to charge $14.99. It's very low for a month-to-month membership. You can cancel at any time that you want to, but it gives you access to some amazing support that we are offering to you if you want it. So if you need it, it's there. If you don't, then you don't need it, and that's fine. Anyway, guys, go check it out, civilengineeringacademy.com slash PE community. Hey guys, we also have another resource for you, and that is our partner, PPI. If you are interested in getting uh, additional exam material for the FE or PE, go check them out at civilengineeringacademy.com slash PPI and use our discount code of CIVAC and you'll save 15% off any book that you order there. I believe that also works for their learning hub, uh, but they also have lots of other materials. So go check them out. That's civilengineeringacademy.com slash PPI. 
Hey, what's going on, everybody? I got Mark here with me. How's it going, Mark? Good. How are we doing? We're doing good. We got doing good. We're going to talk about another sweet podcast episode. So this one we wanted to, uh, you know, we were talking about how COVID has affected the um, the construction industry. So here I would say in the market that started building because people didn't know how bad this pandemic was going to be, how it was going to impact people's lives exactly, how bad the disease was going to be if you got it right. And so mm-hmm. there was a lot of uh, fear um, that was kind of building, but, um, construction unknowns, a lot of unknowns, but construction kind of moved along, uh, I'll say as normally as possible. I would say that it reached kind of a, kind of a pinnacle, maybe, you know, towards May where, uh, developers and owners of some of the larger projects started thinking, Oh, wait a minute, maybe we better look at this. I know there was a few uh, resort type projects that got uh, put on hold. Um, There was a couple, you know, big residential tower type projects. And of course, we're here in Salt Lake City. um, Mm -hmm. that got put on hold um, just to kind of, well, let's make sure that the market doesn't tank and things are still viable as far as uh, residential market. We're probably like a lot of places around the United States and uh, where there's there's kind of a shortage of uh, multifamily housing units, and so there's been kind of a big push in that that arena or that area of construction, and so owners were kind of apprehensive, I would say, in that May timeframe, and then as we've gone through the summer, and um, you know the apprehension and the fear has, I would say, dissipated uh, quite a bit. You know we. We've got a lot of people that have picked up COVID and have experienced, you know, what it's actually like. And, you know, there's protocols now that uh, we're, we're all supposed to be following. And I think most people are and to kind of help spread the, uh, the rate or help, I guess, uh, slow down the rate of, of spread. And so, so there's all this stuff that's, um, that people feel like it's, it's, not completely under control, but it's a little more manageable now. And so some of those projects are being uh, started back up and we're rolling. I mean, I'm, we're really busy right now. It's cranking up. Is it, would you say pre COVID busyness or worse or the same? Uh, I would say it's back to pre COVID busyness. Yeah. I think we're back. I think we're back. And that, and that's just my perspective in, and again, this, uh, in, in the Salt Lake city market, the Wasatch front kind of area and other yeah. people may be experiencing a little different things, but probably but depending yeah. on what state you're in, yeah, how they're, uh, how your governor is, you know, what, what rules they have on opening things up and things of that nature. So exactly, exactly. All that plays a role. I know for myself, I have been busier than ever at my workplace. And that's just because we keep being told doing more with less. And I swear, if I hear that one more time, I might lose it. (laughs) But, (laughs) But uh, do they, they ever throw out the lean and mean? We're going to stay <laughs> lean and mean. I haven't heard that one. It's always okay. more with less. Uh, and I'm curious because a lot of people are still looking for jobs too. This is kind of a side subject, but um, our company where I work has put a hiring freeze and I don't know when that's going to be turned back on, but I'm curious if your work has done the same or what have you 
seen? No, we do not have a hiring freeze. In fact, um, I'm looking for help right now. If anybody's interested. Ooh. <laughs> structural, structural engineer. Uh, yes, yes. Um, and I mean, we do need some help, uh, in the office, uh, you know, structural engineers, project management, uh, type personnel that have engineering backgrounds. Um, but we also need the guys with boots on the ground. We need, you know, carpenters and laborers and those kind of, kind of guys too. Okay. Well, if you need a job, reach out to Mark. Yep. Mark at civilengineeringacademy.com. <laughs> That's right. Sweet. Well, it's interesting to hear, hear what different industries are doing with employment. Like I'm drowning and they won't hire anybody and other companies are hiring people. So it's kind of, it sounds like it's a mixed bag in yeah. that arena. So yep. um, let's talk about this then. So it sounds like things are busy now. How has COVID actually affected the construction site with employees there? Or what's it like? So we have generally had to follow our county, our Salt Lake County uh, recommendations and mandates. Um, and it's the typical CDC protocols that we've had to have to follow. And, and it's been tough on the guys, but um, you know, they've been issued and, and every uh, construction firm has um, just to reduce their, uh, their liability, right has as part of their safety program issued uh, COVID-19 protocols that everybody's supposed to follow. And they generally follow uh, CDC guidelines or whatever your local municipality or your local jurisdiction is uh, dictating. They're usually uh, following those guidelines um, as part of their safety program. You know, they want to be able to get uh, people, the, the PPE, right. The personal protective equipment that they've, that they require. And so right now, uh, it's, you know, frequently washing your hands, avoiding touching your eyes, uh, practice good respiratory etiquette, right. You're covering your coughs and your sneezes and you're avoiding... Stop picking your nose. Don't pick your nose. Is that on there? <laughs> no, but that's that's just good practice in general. Okay, that's good. You know, avoiding the close contact, you know, the six-foot rule, and then the staying home if you're sick. So everybody's got that protocol that, in fact, my superintendents are having to take uh, everybody's temperature every, every day. They got a little... Uh, at the thermometer. Thermometer, yeah, the little laser thermometers, and they're shooting them in the head with them. And uh, getting a reading, and if they're if they're sick, they're supposed to stay home for that 14 days. They go get tested. And then if it's confirmed that they've got the COVID-19, then they're going to be home for two weeks. So that sounds like a big pain. Uh, it is, it is a pain. So if, if you're in construction, you understand that, you know, in the contract vernacular time is of the essence, right? And so, time we're trying to meet schedule and it's just tough enough to coordinate the sequence of work that has to happen typically. And then you throw in all of this COVID-19 protocol and it just, it really complicates things. And so I got guys that, uh, I mean, is that like built into the estimate now? I mean, is uh, it affecting the bid of a job? No, I, it, 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 
it's not so much as uh, affecting production, I would say yet. And we're like considering that as we, as we look at estimating a job, yeah. it hasn't gotten to that level yet. It's just kind of thrown in the overall uh, safety program on a project. We have to be safe. We have to provide a safe environment for our, our workers to be in. And it's kind of lumped into that, that those standard procedures. But um, in reality, it impacts things a lot because uh, guys have to, they're supposed to wear the masks. Most of them try to use those gator type masks that you can Which pull Which is down. just the pullover. Just the pullover. Um, but you know, right, right now in the summer, we're hitting triple digits. Some of these days it's, it's really hot and it's tough to work with one of those on when it's hot. It's just tough. And there's a lot of job functions when you're, you know, pouring concrete and placing rebar and setting forms and that are strenuous activities, right? Yeah. What happens when you do a strenuous activity, Isaac? What happens when you're running your your 5Ks and your 10Ks oh, and man. your marathon? You start sweating like a dog and you're breathing heavy. You're breathing heavy. And so could you imagine, you know, running a 10K with a mask on? It's just not fun. It's not fun. And so, so the guys are dealing with that, you know, trying to, you know, stay up with the protocols. But, I mean, you got to get the job done and – you're so breathing they're, hard. they're probably taking those off to, to get something done. I imagine. It's, yes. Sometimes that happens. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's like, Oh, get this off. Oh, so. uh, that's <clears throat> well, it's good to be safe. Um, but I guess when the job's got to get done, that's, that's yeah. a hard spot to be in. Yeah. It's just tough. It becomes a little impractical sometimes I would say. Yeah. So talking about that, what, I mean, what we've talked, touched on CDC guidelines and some of the OSHA requirements. Is there any, any highlights there that maybe we want to touch upon? Um, like as far as the, the protocols and how they've impacted? Yeah. I mean, is it just following CDC guidelines mainly? Yeah. Or does so PPE like affect what they get, can, it, can wear? Well, they normally have, uh, I, you know, protection, they've got the hard hats, they've got, uh, sleeved shirts that they mm-hmm. have to wear. Right. And so really, um, construction workers are pretty protected already. Really. The only thing that it's, it's doing is adding that mask that they didn't have to wear before. That's, that's the big thing. Gotcha. Um, guys that pour concrete have to wear face shields. Um, so that the concrete doesn't splash up into their eyes. And so they already used to wearing some of those things. We have uh, silica standards that we have to follow. So when guys are grinding concrete, they have to wear respirators. So there are some operations where they were used to wearing masks anyway, but. um, That makes sense. Yeah, this is just, it's kind of complicated. It just, because that mask is tough to wear when it's hot and you're doing you know, strenuous activities. I can't imagine on a hot summer day. Yeah. So that brings up another question. I mean, some of the guidelines are regarding social distancing. So how do you, how do you do social distancing when you're constructing some things? How's that, how's that work? (laughs) Well, I mean, the guys are directed not to eat 
you know, usually they, they like to eat lunch together, right? Yeah. They'll find a cool spot somewhere and they'll sit down and they're, they're eating lunch together. Now we still allow that to happen, but they're all separated, you know, six feet. Um, and, but quite frankly, there's some operations where guys are standing close together. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about when you're actually building something or pouring something like, yeah. Cause how, my, how can you do this? My iron workers, I mean, there's frequently, there's a lot of times they got to get close to each other cause they're holding the same item, whether it's rebar or a piece of structural steel mm-hmm. or something, they're trying to put something in a position um, where they need to stand close to each other and do it. Yeah. That'd be, that, that's another one of those hard ones. It's just the way it is. So there are some, if you wanted to, you know, talk about the letter of the law and, it gets violated all the time because it yeah. just nothing would get done if we had to. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Well, that's why it's interesting to hear about how COVID-19 has affected the construction and what's really like on the ground. Cause just some of this, uh, I just find very difficult to actually do when you're actually building something. But uh, I want to jump into, I guess, some news articles. Let's see what they're saying. So we, have dived into a few articles. One of them was from ENR. Um, what kind of things have we seen there about COVID and construction? Some of the stuff that's come up is studies regarding the masks and things of that nature. Well, you know, there was a, this Duke University did a study. I think that's the one you're referring to, right, Isaac? Mm-hmm. So they tested your your medical type masks, like your N95s versus what most construction workers are using for face coverings, which are those fleece kind of gaiters that go around your neck and then you pull up over your face. And they're kind of a thin fleece kind of a material. They look like, I've used them skiing. Um, you know, that's, that's right where you see them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of guys use them for hunting and they, it's, they're nice in the wintertime because it keeps your neck warm and your face when you're, when you're skiing. I like them, but. Anyway, so they've been implemented as, as the actual face coverings for these guys. And there was a study from Duke University that, you know, basically says they're just, they're not very good. Hmm. You know, they're not like, they're not like an N95 or, or some of these medical grade masks and coverings. And so it's kind of created a lot of, a little bit of confusion as to what really needs to happen. Yeah, I imagine there's a lot of pot stirring regarding masks and which kind and things of that nature. There already is. I mean, if you look at social media, um, everyone's got an opinion about what masks do and how they are. And do the cloth masks work or do they not? And, you know, do you have to have a medical grade like the N95? And even, you know, they even question those if they really work, if they're effective. So, yeah, I mean it's it's it, it's affected construction like uh, I would say every every other aspect in society. It's just I don't know. There's just it's just not a lot of uh, I guess hard science that's uh, dictated one way or the other on some of this stuff. And but we do have this Duke University study that actually tested these gators, and hmm. they're saying they're not that great. Well, and it sounds like from other articles that. COVID has really affected construction, I mean, globally, um, not not only just where we're at, but all over the place. 
Yep. And so, you know, these studies that we're reading about are interesting to dive into. If anybody wants to go check them out, you can go to ENR, uh, their, their magazine, their online website as well. And go Engineering news this. record. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Is there anything else about COVID and construction that would be noteworthy well, to talk about? Yeah. So, I mean, let's talk about guys that have actually gotten the disease, right? Sure. Yeah. What <laughs> so happens we, then? We've had, we've had some of that actually happen on, on our job sites. And uh, I would say it's, it's been uh, a mixed bag. So I've had guys that have actually contracted it and they, we followed protocol. They were identified, they got their tests done. Um, and then they stayed home for two weeks, right? Following mm -hmm. standard protocol. Once they got better, they were allowed to come back. Um, and I've had guys that have told me that it's as bad as maybe, maybe having some bad allergies. Mm. Like they just say, you know what? I, I felt a little under the weather for two or three days and then I was done. Wow. And then, and then I've had a couple guys that said, you know, it's kind of like a, it's, it's probably one of the, the worst flus I've ever had kind of a thing. You know, it's more of a, a bad flu for them, but you know, no fatalities, nothing like that. Um, just kind of a range of, uh, guys that, uh, have, you know, their bodies respond different ways to the disease, but, um, some it's just been very, very mild and others it's, it's hit them a little bit harder, you know, but it's just been interesting to see the range of responses, you know? Yeah, that's true. So what is, if somebody contracts it then and they're on the construction site, does everybody that works around them also quarantine or is it just that individual? They, they all have to on? get tested. Anybody who's been in proximity to that individual, which, you know, I've got different crews and so you can identify fairly easily who's been contacted by whatever individual. Okay. And been in proximity and so everybody gets tested for for the virus at that point and um yeah, yeah. my workplace when it first was around um you know if one person contracted it they would they sent that group who you know whoever was around them was sent home f for quarantine and i think now that we know more there's been more testing and we've it just has just been around for a lot longer Right. That, that you're getting a little more specific on just that person and things of that nature. So yeah. that's good to know. Yeah. So it's, it, but it, it, to me, it's always just been interesting in seeing the varied reactions. It's not like you get the disease and you know, it's going to hit you hard and you're going to be down for a two weeks and it's going to be this tough battle, like, like a big, uh, bad flu. I mean, sometimes people are asymptomatic Allergies. too. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I had, you know, it felt like I had some bad allergies and that, and that was it. I was done. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you read that it's like a thousand times worse than the flu. It's like the worst thing ever. So, or people that have continual symptoms, symptoms even past the, the 14, 15 days. So yeah, you read all yeah. kinds of things. So that's, that's interesting. Well, yeah. I know, I mean, this has definitely affected people personally. It's affected the construction world. It's interesting just from your perspective, how um, it's affected things on the ground in the construction sites. And it's been um, definitely enlightening for me to hear about what's going on out there. So cool. Good. Is there any, anything else you want to no. hit on, on COVID and construction? 
COVID and construction, just everybody stay healthy and stay happy and productive. And I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a concern um, and we're going to get through it, but, and it's, it stinks if uh, you know, you've got loved ones that have been seriously affected by this thing. I mean, it's, it's a bad deal. Um, but I think as uh, as a whole, we're going to be able to get through this and, and uh, you know, we'll look back 10 years from now and go, whew, 2020, that was, that was a crazy year. The toilet paper shortage of 2020. <laughs> right. <all> that <laughs> That's well, great. most people didn't have to go through an earthquake like we did in Utah. It was like oh, COVID, right. earthquake, no toilet paper. So. <laughs> Armageddon, man. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> anyway. Cool. Well, thanks for jumping on again. This was a fun one to talk about and hopefully uh, our audience able to learn a few things. Okay. Cool, man. All right. See ya. See ya. I thought this would be a fun topic to talk about and bring you on because, well, you are boots on the ground. I'm right in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. So we can talk about it. Let's do it. So I've got a few questions that I've got. Maybe you can help me answer them and we can you talk about it. some articles we've we've researched on the topic, but I know a lot of people are in construction, even though they're in engineering. And so there's probably a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot of thoughts surrounding this issue, but um, let's talk about it. So in your opinion, um, take us to how COVID has affected the market at like when it started and how has it affected it now? What do you what do you see? Yeah, so the general construction market. So at first, when um, you know, I'd say mid March towards late March, and then first part of April of this year, um, everybody was just kind of trying to figure out what was going on. Nobody knew. Uh, you know, there was a lot of. Fear. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on this episode of the Civil Engineering Academy podcast. If you would like to be a guest on the show, we would love to have you. Email me at Isaac at civilengineeringacademy.com. And if you need more tips, resources, anything to do with the FE, the PE, or anything to do with civil engineering, go check out civilengineeringacademy.com. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining me, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.